We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Oh, wow. You're actually wearing your hair down tonight. Yeah, because I finally decided that I love my hair. I figured out the solution for my morning frizz, midday poof, and even next day bedhead. It's Frizz E Secret Weapon Touch-Up Cream by John Frieda. Well, you and your hair look flawless. Flawless and touchable. Feel. Oh. See? It's soft. Smooth ends, no flyaways, shiny. Well, I clearly need to get some because your hair looks amazing. Frizz E Secret Weapon. Only from John Frieda. Welcome to the Rotowire DFS podcast. I'm your host, Josh Hayes, joined as always by Benny Ricciardi as we break down the Saturday NBA DFS slate. You can always find Benny on Twitter at BennyR11 and over at RotoCurve. Rotowire and as featured writer on the DraftKings playbook. And you can also follow me on Twitter at Josh Hayes FS. The Rotowire DFS podcast is available on iTunes and Stitcher, so if you get a chance to rate, review us, please go ahead and do so, and don't forget to share and subscribe. Benny, ready for another Saturday of NBA DFS action. Yeah, I actually really am because I live up in the Northeast and we're about to get a foot and a foot and a half of snow this weekend. So I have nothing, no reason to actually leave my house. So <laughs> playing, a, playing a bunch of tournaments sounds like a pretty good way to spend a uh, snow day to me. Yeah, it sounds like um, a day where maybe one day you would enter 10 entries and you're going to end up with like 4,700 because you have nothing else but re- DFS research to do and come up with a million other optimal lineups uh, for the Saturday slate. So, yeah. yeah. 
let's go ahead and get into it here. We'll start at the point guard position, Benny. A lot of big options here. 20 teams in action, 10 games on the slate. Talk about what you want to do here at the point guard position for Saturday. Um, I think if I'm paying up, the guy who's kind of caught my eye is Damian Lillard. Uh, I know the last couple games he hasn't, you know, had great games after basically going for like 50-plus fantasy points in like six straight. Mm-hmm. But it has actually managed to bring his price down. You know, he hit a high of 96 two games ago, uh, was down to 93 after failing to reach value in that one. And a couple of these games were games that we kind of expected him to have big games. You know, he played Philly, who is, you know, bad defensively. He played Washington, who's a fast-paced team. You know, after coming off five games in a row of 50-plus fantasy points, we kind of figured he was going to go crazy in those two, and he kind of didn't. So I think you're going to have some people looking uh you know, looking away from him. But he gets another great matchup here. He's got the L.A. Lakers, who have been just absolutely atrocious at trying to stop point guards all season this year. I'm figuring his price is going to be somewhere around 9K, but I think he's probably got the most upside of the expensive point guards that are, uh, you know, on the list today. Yeah, I think there's a, that can, you can definitely make a great case for that. Uh, overall, I got a, a consistent guy and a guy that's that you're sort of hanging out there uh, by the seat of your pants if you play. But uh, I think it's not as uh, risky as you might think. Uh, first, definitely got to look at Isaiah Thomas on the road at Philadelphia. Philadelphia has actually been playing teams much closer overall in, in these past few contests. And uh, you take a look at what Isaiah Thomas has done. is just be nothing but cash safe here for the most part. Um, has hit five times price tag in three of the last five and scored 43 uh, fancy points on the 20th on the road against Toronto, and then on the road at Washington, two of the bigger defensive matchups that you can come across, and John Wall and Kyle Lowry, and he hands 43 and 43 and a half, 45 and a half fancy points in back-to-back contests. They scored 32, believe it or not, against John Wall with five trays, uh, and double-doubled on the 20th with 10 assists uh, for uh, against uh, Kyle Lowry and the Toronto Raptors there. So I think he's super cash safe. You love the matchup against Philadelphia. Good spot for him to go off there on the Saturday slate. And then we take a look at um, a guy who just came back um, after, well, actually, he's he's been back in the lineup for a while. I'm thinking about um, a, a different player here. But Jeff Teague has actually really been scuffling on a pretty serious level overall. I mean, has really um, been somewhere in the low 20s, low to mid-20s in terms of uh, fantasy production on average uh, to start the new year. But now he draws the Phoenix Suns who have some serious issues with, with their roster. We already know what the, that, that's sort of the problem that they have. And, um, you know, Brandon Knight is now questionable with an abductor strain. Uh, so he's a he's a potential scratch. Archie Goodwin has been getting, uh, you know, the start there. So they have to go even further down uh, their starting lineup with basically without their best player, who's only probably capable, consistent 20-something-plus score. Uh, so you have that issue there, and then that's a, a spot where you can really see Jeff Teague potentially getting back on, on track against a bad Phoenix team. So how do you feel about Teague? Are you willing to gamble, or is that um, something that you might get invested in? Yeah, you know, I haven't really played Teague much at all. And the thing that scares me the most about this Phoenix team, they just lost P.J. Tucker last night to injury. The night before, they lost Markeith and Mirza. Uh, John Lohr is already on the, you know, banged up list. I mean, they are literally down like six or seven players right now. Um, I think they only have like seven or eight guys left. They might even have to call somebody up from like the D League. I think the the rule is you got to dress at least eight. They might even have to call somebody up to dress or maybe dress one of these guys that's hurt and just keep them on the end of the bench. So... I have a, I have a feeling that Atlanta is just going to kind of blow this game out because 
think about who you have left now on Phoenix. Like, I don't even think I can put a five on the court for Phoenix that I actually know their names. You're looking at probably Archie. No, I'm being serious, though. Like, you got Archie Goodwin at the point guard, probably, right? Mm-hmm. Booker Booker at the two. TJ who, Warren. Who plays, all right, TJ Warren at the three, and then Len and Chandler. Like, they See, started last night. You lied to us. You did it. Okay. Well, I mean, I wouldn't have said TJ Warren. He kind of slipped my mind. But I again, did give you, I did give you four out of one out of five. So okay. Yeah. You got you know, but you pass. But you see what I'm saying? Like with yeah. with that five on the court, how do they compete against an NBA team? This is you're, you're making my case for TJ for for Jeff Teague for me. You realize that, right? Well, no, because the problem is what happens on Atlanta when Atlanta gets a big lead. Well, Schroeder, then you probably you got value in. out of Jeff Teague overall because he hasn't been playing a ton of minutes anyhow. Uh, like, you know, as far as, like, heavy usage, he's been sitting there in, like, the, the 22 to 20 range for the last week overall. So, basically, you need him to do damage in limited action, which means you need a bad matchup. And um, that's what I'm sort of looking towards. It is definitely yeah. risky. Yeah, as long well, as- I, I was going to say, if you're looking at it as trying to find a bad matchup, then you definitely have some upside here because this is a very <laughs> bad, very bad Phoenix Suns team at the moment. It's the it to me. It might be the worst team in the league, like worse than Philly. It's that. right right now with the with the guys they're putting on the court right now. I don't think you can make that argument. I don't think you can make an argument against that. I mean, they are they are atrocious right so now. So you're on Team Teague, whether like begrudgingly, I'll say, uh, is what it sounds like to me. You're like, ah, you know what? This they do. They basically you don't know anybody on that team. It's a bunch of you know um, college all stars. And you're, and I'm like, yeah. And so, but it is risky because Dennis Schroeder has been getting a lot of minutes, uh, mm. or Shooter has been getting a, a, a bunch of minutes overall. And they, they, you like to see them pair them together, and they're not pairing them together overall. So you know, Shooter like in last night's game pops up with 25 minutes um, in that matchup, and and Jeff Teague plays 20. So, um, and you know, people ask my uh, coach. Um, um, Mike Budenholzer, why that happened? He was like, "Well, that was the the unit that sort of gave us that comeback from that 17 point deficit." So he rolled with them a little bit longer. But everybody knows overall that Jeff Teague has been the starter, and you know throughout the season he's been averaging about 25 to 31 minutes in that spot. So I expect him to get back to that. And if you're looking to jumpstart one of your guys, then maybe this is a spot where where he does it. But you definitely don't have to take that much risk at the point guard position for for Saturday. Uh, anybody else you want to mention before we move on? Yeah, there's a couple other guys I'm looking at. Um, I like Kemba Walker going up against the Knicks. Uh, Knicks have been – they've actually been surprisingly decent at guarding point guards. I think it has more to do with the, the slower pace that they play at than anything else and the fact that he has some rim protectors behind them and, uh, you know, the aforementioned Porzing God. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and, and guys like Lopez, and I'm not going to put Melo in there as a rim protector. That's just – it's, you know. I don't, I don't want to lose all credibility. If, I have if, by protecting the rim, he, he, if by protecting the rim, he means he takes as many shots and holds the ball as long as possible on the other side of the court, then yes. Actually, his assists okay. have been up. I will give him a little bit more credit. but Yeah, he has been playing a little bit of better team ball this year. Yes. Um, but again, I do like Kemba, especially if you know they just lost Cody Zeller the other day. So we're probably going to get some Kaminsky and Hawes here, which we'll talk about later. Um, Nick Batum is also out, so... You're pulling scores off of a team that doesn't have a lot of them to begin with. And to me, the only guy that really has the ability on this team to pick up his pace and pick up his scoring is Kemba Walker. So I think Kemba's in a pretty good spot here. Um, Cheaper options that you can look at. Moutier has actually been putting up some pretty good games lately. Um, I think he's got 
like five, four games in a row, five out of his last six where he's gotten at least 5X. Or uh, his price is, you know, still below 6K. He's putting up about 30 fantasy points, playing about 30 minutes, you know, a little over 30 minutes. Nothing spectacular, but, you know, he's somebody that you can consider. Don't love the matchup against Detroit, to be honest. But, you know, again, there's not a, a ton going on. And speaking of, you know, the matchup against Detroit, last game, Norris Cole against Detroit went with for uh, 32 fantasy points in 30 minutes at only 4K. So if you're looking for a cheap option, I do think that, uh, you know, Norris Cole has a little bit of, you know, a little bit of swag going on right now. So I think he could be, uh, you know, he could be that cheap option that you put in there if you're trying to pay up at other positions for some studs. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense overall. A lot of people who late swapped into Norris Cole with that news coming in there and, I wondered if it was going to be a situation where he was the starter, but uh, Drew Holiday actually played more minutes. But, you know, the situation's not that you probably should pivot from it and take the cheaper option because of what it'll allow you to do and, and the rest of your lineups if you feel like you have some other guys that can provide some extra yeah. value. So, now, how how do you feel about that situation last night? Like, Drew Holiday only played 20-something minutes, right? Like, he had, a, he had a really just not a game that anybody was expecting. Yeah, I was a little bit disappointed there, but I understand what they're trying to do do here because when you they've sort of been benefiting a little bit by bringing uh, Drew Holiday off the bench and sort of you know putting him in that super six man scorer role overall, and they were sort of figuring out this is really going to like limit and empty the bench you know production if we um, take that away out of our lineup, and so they decided to put Norris Cole in there, which. In uh, for a line of construction purposes, it's fine because Tyreek Evans is as much of a two guard as he is a point guard. So you know he just sort of plays both roles fairly nicely. So I was okay with it overall because uh, Tyreek Evans can guard twos, and that's I worry more about the defensive side of it than the offensive side of it. And you know, so it it made enough sense for me. But I think this is sort of now it's going to just take the steam off of playing Drew Holiday uh, overall until we see better production from him. Mm -hmm. All right, uh, that's going to. Wrap it up here for the sh uh, point guard position. Let's go ahead and talk about some shooting guards here for the Saturday slate and what you want to do um, at the two guard. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, again, CJ McCollum going up against the Lakers. Um, you're going to hear me picking on L.A. a lot with mm. guys from Portland, um, especially because we know that, you know, L.A. doesn't really play much defense. So I think that um, McCollum is a guy who's interesting, although he's a little expensive on some sites. Like, I'm not sure if I can pay up for him on DraftKings and really feel good about it. Mm -hmm. um, another guy that I do want to talk about, though, we got Monta Ellis going up against Sacramento. Mm -hmm. Now, as long as Stucky's still out, as long as George Hill is still out, you got to figure that, you know, Monta's going to be seeing that point Monta role that he's been playing lately. He still takes a couple shots, although his shots are definitely down. His points, his scoring is definitely down. But um, he is getting a few more assists in that role right there, and he's still pretty cheap. So I think he's a guy that I would be willing to come down to if I didn't use um, somebody like C.J. McCollum or even Tyreek Evans, who I don't think is in a bad spot either. Uh, going up against Milwaukee, we know Milwaukee's been playing at that pretty fast pace lately. Um, their DVP is not as good as I thought it was. Like They were a very good defensive team last year. I think losing Zaza hurt them a little bit, and I also think the fact that they're playing pace up hurts them a little bit. So I'm not afraid to use Tyreek Evans in this spot either. So if I'm paying up towards the top, it's probably Tyreek or CJ McCollum. If I need to save a little bit of money, I'm very comfortable coming down to Monte Ellis. Yeah, um, I, I agree with you there as well. I think we should take a look at KCP also, just as a pure uh, uh, shooting mm -hmm. guard here, matched up against Denver. We know Denver is a team that um, pretty much all season long has been – 
suffering from the defense of Gary Harris, and that's no exception here. Um, <clears throat> third worst in the NBA in fancy points allowed to opposing twos, so that's going to be a good spot um, if you want to get some exposure to uh, KCP. And KCP has been like pretty cash safe overall. Uh, it's hit you know five six, four point six, then six point four times value with a range of twenty seven to thirty six fancy points on DraftKings in the fast past four games. So pretty consistent. And two of those games were road matchups again, um, back to back in New Orleans and Houston. And he still managed to hit five and six X in those spots. So pretty trustworthy overall and a good matchup against Denver. I expect the pace to be one of the better pace games uh, on the Saturday slate. And then I think you also um, <coughs> definitely have to get um, exposure to, uh, you know, the, the the standards that we're talking about, like the C.J. McCollum's there as well. What I want to ask you about here is what do you feel like is happening to Lou Williams, who was like a lock talk play there for some time, and then sort of like the it just all took a turn for the worse. Um, it's like, you know, starting, I guess, on January 14th when he only hit four and a half times value, and it sort of, you know, trended downwards overall. He just really, for whatever reason, has stopped assisting the ball and still scoring at the same level. Uh, as well, do you trust him to jump back into this matchup, um, you know, uh, against Portland, a team that you can score a bunch of points on, or do you really just want the CJ McCollum side? Yeah, well, actually, there's another guy who's who's my favorite play that's cheap that we'll talk about in a second, but let's talk about Lou Williams first. Oh, really quick, breaking news, by the way. Clippers have traded Josh Smith to the Houston Rockets. So um, I guess he goes back to the his role with Dwight Howard which I mean I guess it's fine I guess you could consider that a need for them but you know this that's neither here nor there we can save that for the Monday uh season-long fantasy show to break down that analysis but you know so if you were playing one of the 17 power forwards in your DFS lamps now you're down to 16 uh with the the LA Clippers without Blake Griffin so there you have it yeah, another unimportant news. Uh, the sun is out today. Yeah, no. Um, but anyway, to get back to the Lou Williams thing, here's here's basically what has killed Lou Williams for me. When Lou Williams was going six, seven, eight, nine x, and we were like, "Hey, Lou Williams, got to put him in your lineup." Lou Williams was five thousand, fifty two hundred, fifty three hundred on DraftKings and Fanduel in that price range. Lou Williams has gone up to six thousand five hundred on DraftKings. I think he's up. You know, I know he's more expensive. I don't remember exactly where he's at over on Fandle. But, you know, again, he's still putting up like 25 to 30 fantasy points. But when you're doing that at 4 and 5K, it's 6 or 7 next return. When you're doing it at 6,500, it's a 4X return for you. So I think part of the problem is the price that he's at now. And the other part of the problem is everybody's healthy again. You know, Kobe's been playing a little more lately, which takes a couple minutes from him. Clarkson's been playing well. They finally realized that they need him on the floor. They're still trying to get minutes for D'Angelo Russell because he's still the future. So when you look at all the guys that they have there, who's the guy who's probably not going to be around other than Kobe when the team gets good? You're probably still going to have Clarkson and Russell. So the guy who's probably not going to be there is Williams. So, again, you know, they're giving everybody a few minutes over there. He was getting a little more minutes than everybody else, and he still kind of is. I mean, he's still playing about 30 minutes or so. But I just, you know, think that at the price that he's at right now, there's no upside. He's not a guy who's going to get your 50 fantasy points. I think he's done it maybe once or twice this whole season. And, you know, those games were aberrations. That's not the norm. So for him, you know, if you're looking for 25 to 30 fantasy points, you can probably get it out of him. At $6,000, though, that's not what you want. If he gets back down to $5,000, then, yeah, he's back in play because he's a 5'6x guy at 25 to 30 points. All right, fair enough. Yeah, I was... I was going to say one last guy that I wanted to mention, which I'm surprised you didn't throw out there, but my favorite cheap play here today 
is going to be Devin Booker, who I'm I rolling with just again. Say that. Okay, go ahead. I know he's your boy, so I'll let you take it. Yeah, Devin Booker. Um, you take a look at what he's done the past couple games here. Um, you know, 24 points and five assists, 32 and six. The most impressive part of it is for his ability to get to 33 fancy points against the San Antonio Spurs. Now, granted, they did still get housed and lost by, by what almost what 28 here, 20 here points, 30 points. But you know, especially with Brandon Knight, they need him to be a quality scorer and and step up. So uh, at the 5K range, there, I'm getting exposed to him f- for sure. In, in cash games and uh, and GPPs for the Saturday slate, so we're just in lockstep. I think we we both uh, agree there. We don't need to do any more to hammer that point home. What we should be hammering home here, Benny, is the fact that um, we have these debates about these players, and we take a look at their projections every day. And you can do the same thing as we do here with a 10-day free trial on RotoWire.com. So if you want to take advantage of that, just go to RotoWire.com/pod. Uh, and uh, that'll get you set up for the 10-day free trial. Lineup optimizes for all the major sports, MLB, NBA, NFL, NHL, college football, and soccer, up-to-the-minute depth charts, customizable league projections, and complete draft kits. And uh, speaking of complete draft kits for season long, the uh, Fantasy Baseball um, 2016 magazine for RotoWire.com is just about to to launch there as well. So that will be coming to a um, magazine near you, and you can also download the app, uh, on your like your iPad and your your iPhone right now as it speaks. So we've got all systems go, ton of big con- big time contributors uh, for all that, along with our our DFS um, information there as well. So we are bringing you the best of the best uh, when it comes to getting that information out there, and you can take advantage of it with us. Rotowire.com/pod, ten day free trial. Let them know that Josh and Benny sent you. All right, small forward up. Let's go ahead and talk about what you're putting down on the Saturday slate. Yeah, there's quite a few guys that are in good spots. So I haven't figured out who I definitely want to play yet, but let me kind of list some of these guys that are in good spots for everybody because there are a bunch of guys I think you have to consider. Yep. You got um, LeBron James going up against Chicago. Chicago's small forward defense has been you know putrid. Um, this is a game that Cleveland wants to win. Chicago is one of those teams that's close with them in the standings. Um, and after both of these teams just got spanked by Golden State in the past week, I think that you know Cleveland's out to kind of show that they need you know that that they're the big dogs in the East at least. And I think that um, you know when that usually happens, those are usually the games that LeBron tries to do a little bit more. So I think he's a safe cash game play. I don't like his upside. He's not giving us 65, 70 fantasy points often. Um, but I think he's safe floor for 50. Then you have Paul George going up against Sacramento. Um, again, Sacramento at the high pace. Paul George basically the entire offense for that Indiana team. Although he hasn't really been reaching value lately. He hasn't shown us the upside. Hasn't had any any huge games. But just the fact that they're going to be paced up here you know, puts him in play for me. You got Gordon Hayward in pretty much the same situation going up against the Washington Wizards. Um, Again, Wizards, small forward defense, absolutely atrocious this year. They play up in pace. That should benefit Hayward as well. So I think that he's in a good spot too. So you have three guys right there that are expensive options that are up top that are probably in good spots. And then depending on how Rudy Gay is, if Rudy Gay is out again, you know, he was kind of like a late scratch last night. Uh, with Rudy Gay out, I think you have to look at Omri Caspi. Um, he picked up the minutes last night, had probably one of the better games he's had since coming back from his own injury. He saw the minutes, put up 33 fantasy points on DraftKings. I think his price is still right around 6K. So I think he's a solid guy to put in there. And then um, as a cheap option, the guy that we talked about before, you know, if P.J. Tucker's hurt and Merz is hurt and, 
Markeith is hurt and Lore is hurt, you know, they're down to very few guys on the bench. So I think TJ Warren, who is incredibly cheap right now, is somebody else that you got to look at. Uh, put up 21 fantasy points in 32 minutes in the last game. You know, I think we're going to see him getting 27 to, to 35 minutes right now because there's just not a lot of guys. I mean, even Devin Booker, one of the reasons why I love Booker is that he played basically 40 minutes the last two games yeah. because they just don't have anybody to put in for him, even if they wanted to. They don't. That's yeah, so you're totally right. Yeah, so these guys are going to be seeing so many minutes that I think they become viable at the cheap prices. So, you know, a lot of those Phoenix guys, not that I expect Phoenix to win that game or even play all that well in that game against Atlanta, but, you know, if you're going to see all these guys at 4 and 5K getting 30, 35 minutes, they're all guys that you have to have on your short list to consider. Yeah, I definitely agree with you there as well. I definitely love Gordon Hayward. You know me. I always want to talk, attack Otto Porter. And um, if it's not Otto, Otto Porter, who's still um, questionable with a hip, then we got my favorite here, Kelly Oubre. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Um, as the potential option there as well. And I'm, I'm anybody who uh, sounds more like an RB singer than an NBA player has to be a good target in DFS on the other side. So that's why I love Gordon Hayward. For, there's no analysis there's just an R&B song when it comes to Gordon Hayward. All right, um, but I'm definitely rolling with him on Saturday in my life. I'm writing him up in my FanDuel article as well. That's how, how good I feel about Otto Porter and Kelly Oubre. Uh, <laughs> I just like doing that. All right, I'm going to stop. Uh, Jay Crowder, I'm with you a thousand percent. I love the call with Ami Caspi uh, there as well. And then the rest of it, I think we're talking about tier two when we get down to um, you know guys that uh, are going to be mostly limited to GPPs only. I'd love the TJ Warren call, and I'm in on Shabazz Muhammad again. The rebounding is something that we really um, like to see from this guy because he can really pigeonhole himself as a scorer only, but he's had seven, five, and eight rebounds in the past three games overall. And he and at his price point, which is still very cheap at 4,400, you only need 20 fancy points basically to be close to five uh, five times value over that. And then he gets into the 22 and above, then you're talking about GPP gravy overall. So that's another little cheap home run play that you can maybe put in your back pocket for the Saturday slate. All right, power forward up next. Let's talk about what you want to do here. Yeah, I mean, I you know, we've been talking about him all week, and, you know, I think we got to go back and go back to the well with the Marcus Cousins again here. Uh, we know Indiana's big man defense is not all that great. Um, interested to see how Miles Turner might be able to change that around a little bit if he's, you know, with the extra minutes that he's been getting lately. But, you know, for the most part, especially, <clears throat> excuse me, especially if Rudy Gay's out, because that takes one more shot taker out of the lineup. I think DeMarcus Cousins is cash game safe and a guy who's going to be in some of my GPP rosters as well. Um, you guys know I don't play Anthony Davis in cash anymore. It was my New Year's resolution. So, you know, for me, DeMarcus Cousins is the guy I'm spending up for if I'm spending up in cash. Although I think both of them are viable in tournaments because I don't think this is a horrible spot for Davis either. Uh-huh. Um, Milwaukee's big man defense is not all that great. So, you know, then they do play paced up. So I think that, you know, both Davis and Cousins are in good spots. But if you're asking me for cash, you know, I'm taking Cousins because I just I, I, I can't do Anthony Davis and his frail nature anymore. In cash. <laughs> um, you know what? But little did you know that if you look in sort of the podcast undergrounds, um, you know, people if you you look further past the Roadwire DFS podcast and some of these other pod directories, this show is also called the We Hate Anthony Davis in Cash Show. 
So, um, yeah, uh, that's just just so you know. If you have any trouble in search engine engine optimization, search for that as well, and you find Benny and me talking about um, Rob on the show there as well. Yeah. Uh, one thing I want to say too here is uh, great call by you yesterday. Talk we had a little bit of mini um, like huddle and debate about whether or not we wanted uh, Tyreek Evans or Paul Millsap on fantasy draft for our final utility spot, and Paul Millsap mm-hmm. did a nice little quiet performance. Uh, uh, if you can call like this is like the quietest 53 points I've ever seen put up like on, like for instance on drafting it's 14 points 14 rebounds three assists five steals and four blocks so yeah and this is this is why I love Millsap though like you said like people are like oh wow Millsap had 53 points look at his game logs like this is what he does he gets you 40 to 55 fantasy points basically every game I mean we talked about it other things you want to look back in the you know annals of all our shows for we talked about at the beginning of basketball season how I literally play Millsap almost every day in cash uh-huh. because he just safely goes out there and does exactly what he did yesterday. Although yesterday was a little bit of a better game. I'm not saying that he does 50 points every game. Otherwise, I think people would notice. But his bad games are like 38 to 45 fantasy points. His good games are like 50 to 60 fantasy points. You know, for 8K, I mean, you're getting him at a $2,000 discount to Cousins and Anthony Davis. So... If I'm not paying up for one of those two guys at the top, you know, again, they're playing Phoenix. You can't get asked for a much better matchup. It's a high-paced situation. Basically, everybody who plays the forward spot for Phoenix is on the bench hurt right now. Mm -hmm. So my biggest and only concern with Millsap in this game is whether or not Atlanta just completely blows the doors off of it and, you know, he only plays 25 or 30 minutes. But even then, of all the guys on the Hawks, he's got the safest minutes profile. He's the guy who plays... 30 to 35 minutes or more just about every single game. Everybody else is getting, you know, Schroeder and, uh, and Teague are splitting minutes and, you know, Corver and, and Cephalosha and, you know, Bazemore are all kind of splitting minutes. But really the only guy they roll out there at the power forward spot for at least three quarters of the game, if not more, is Paul Millsap. Yeah, that's definitely true. So I, I'm totally fine with anybody who wants to um, – get some major exposure to Paul Millsap and take the discount from Cousins because he has been producing at very close to an elite level the way the Marcus Cousins. Those are my number one and my two options uh, there as well. And I don't even really like anything in the the home run section uh, overall. Can you make a case for somebody or do we need to just move on? Yeah, I actually have one. Um, A lot of people like that $5,000 range with guys like Trey Lyles and Julius Randle and, you know, a couple other options there. But why would you pay an extra $1,500 for one of those guys? I mean, we've talked about it a lot before with the Lakers and the power forward spot. As long as Larry Nance Jr. is still out, which, you know, as of now, he still is. It doesn't look like he's going to play. They have two power forwards that play, and they're splitting time. So you're getting the same amount of time out of Randall and Brandon Bass right now, basically. Yeah. So Bass is like 37 or 3800 like dirt, dirt cheap he was the other day. So unless his price bumps up to that 5K range where those other guys are, I can't see myself taking a Randall or a Lyles when I can take Brandon Bass for twelve to $1,500 less and likely get the same, if not more, upside out of him. That's a great call overall, too, because I actually consider Julius Randall because it is a soft front line in Portland, and it is Portland, but you're right. Um, Brandon Bass has been getting some so uh, a, a ton of run in Larry Nance's uh, absence, and it doesn't look like Larry Nance is going to be ready uh, f- uh, for for this game. Is the fifty fifty 
um, with a with a knee injury at, at best at this point. So you do have to monitor the news um, as far as playing Brandon Vasco's. But if he gets back in there, you're going to definitely like uh, the the production level if the minutes continue to hold steady the way that they have been. All right, um, that's going to wrap it up for the power forward position here, and we're going to talk about centers now. But before we do that, we've got to let all the business owners know that if you need a website, why not do it yourself here with Wix.com? No matter what business owner, I'm sorry, what business you're in, Wix.com has something for you. Used by more than 75 million people worldwide, Wix makes it easy to get your website live today. All you need to do is get the word out about your business, and it all starts with a stunning website. So with the hundreds of designer-made customizable templates to choose from, the drag-and-drop editor, there's no coding needed. You don't need to be a programmer or a designer to create something beautiful. You can do it yourself with Wix.com. Wix.com empowers business owners to create their own professional websites every day, so when you're running your own business, you're bound to be too busy. Too busy worrying about the budget, the scheduling appointments, and too busy to build a website for your business. And because you're too busy, it has to be easy, and that's where Wix.com comes in in with wix.com it's easy and free go to wix.com to create your own website today the results will be stunning all right benny let's go ahead and put a bow on the show here with the saturday slate in the center position yeah i actually have there's to me there's like three tiers of options that you can look at so in the top tier for me if you can afford to pay up for andre drummond going up against denver um you know fast-paced team weak against the center position I think that he's a viable option. I like him a lot in cash. If I can afford to fit him into my rosters, um, he's somebody that I'm definitely going to be looking at. I think his floor is easily in the 40s in this game, and he has a ceiling that could get, I mean, he could put up one of those like 24 and, and 18 with a couple assists and rebounds. I mean, a couple assists and steals and, and a block or two in this game. So he's the guy at the top that I'd be looking to pay up for. Um, I actually like Marc Gasol more than I like Pau Gasol in this one. Cleveland's pretty solid defensively. And if you take a look at Marc Gasol's game logs, they've been making him a bigger part of the offense. And he's rewarded them with basically five games in a row where he's gone for 40 or more de- uh, fantasy points. And his price is in like the mid-7K range. He was up to 7,600 the other day. But he's gone 55 5.3, 7.7, 5.5, and 6.2X in his last five starts playing close to 37, 38 minutes as well, put up, you know, averaging like 24, 23, 24 points. You know, he's never a huge rebounder. He gets you like seven or eight rebounds, but he also adds in like four or five assists, which are, you know, if you look at the scoring on all these sites, assists are actually worth more than rebounds. So a guy that can add you a bunch of assists is somebody that's going to help. And then every game he winds up with a couple steals, a couple block shots. He's a really solid defensive player. So, if I'm going to pay up, I think it's Drummond and Gasol at the top end. And then in the middle, um, you know, Robin Lopez is back up to playing 30, 35 minutes a game. And he's putting up 25 to 35 fantasy points at 5K when he's doing so. So he's another guy that's given you 5 to 7X in a lot of his recent matchups. So, I mean, I don't think it's the greatest spot, um, you know. But then again, I mean... Charlotte does play kind of slow. They are a decent defensive team, but all their big guys are hurt too. So I think it's a good spot, you know, that you could roll Lopez out. And then on the other side of that game, you know, Frank Kaminsky, Frank the Tank, has started to play pretty well again. Um, in the mid-4K range, has put up like 25 fantasy points or to 30 fantasy points in like six games in a row. And as we talked about with Zeller and Al Jefferson both hurt, there are minutes that open up, so you can pay up at like 4500 for Frank Kaminsky. And then I also think his teammate Spencer Hawes, who is like min price right now, or like 3100 So he's 
$100 off the floor on DraftKings. He's going to have to see 20 to 30 minutes now because they basically need, you know, some big guys. I mean, you, yeah, you can move Marvin Williams back to the power forward spot and give him 30 to 35 minutes there. But you're still going to need 48 minutes out of the center position and another 12 or 13 out of the power forward position. So with an extra 60 minutes opened up, I think Kaminsky and Hawes are going to be soaking up those minutes. So you could see 30 minutes out of both of these guys for pretty cheap. And then the only other cheap guy that's there that I also think is someone you need to consider, um, you know, your boy on Sacramento, Willie Cauley-Stein. Yes, he, has, took, he took the word you know, right out of my mouth, yeah. Yeah, he's been seeing more time and he's been, been putting up uh, – you know, some pretty good numbers. So I know you're a big Kings fan, so I'll, I'll let you talk about him. But I think Cauley Stein is definitely somebody I'm going to be having in a bunch of rosters. Yeah, all you need to know about Cauley Stein here is 20, 23 minutes or more in three of the past uh, four games. And so some of these extra minutes did come uh, be, because uh, Rudy Gay, who does play some stretch four, had been out of the lineup last game against Atlanta, against a Bruce Teal, but double-doubled in, um, in back-to-back games there four four steals two blocks is a defensive monster and they run no sets for him overall but when you're talking about a guy at 3400 there's your um you know your nine and your 10.7 x which is super sweet at minute price for for 30 plus fancy points and then what he's doing is not anything that's like oh my god that's not a game that's repeatable the next time out mm-hmm. so he's been a significant defensive factor and i don't see any way that um George Call pulls him out of the lineup right now because that's been the major concern for Sacramento when they've been uh, sort of trying to turn the ship around. And now they're that sitting here with the eight seed and have won four games in a row is that their defense has been horrid. And Willie Cauley-Stein is the exact reason why he was drafted is to help um, you know, improve their overall defense, and he's done that the past couple of games. And he's, you know, a glass cleaner. And um, what what you what you um, need to know about him is Rayshon Rondo looks for him. They you, they say they don't run plays uh, for Willie Cauley Stein, and in half court sets they don't. But he runs down the court better than any other big that they have, much better than Demarcus Cousins does. And so Rayshon Rondo is totally fine throwing him an oop on every single fast breakdown. Yeah, because he's the best guy to sort of put those balls down. And that's where he gets about half his points on three alley-oops running the floor every game. Mm-hmm. So I think he's a, a safer bet for double-digit points than most people think overall. Yeah. So Now, let me let me ask you this question, because I don't think he's staying at 3,400 after these back-to-back 30-something you know, point yeah. fantasy games on DraftKings. Sure. What do you think his price is going to jump to, and where would it have to jump to for you to, to to start having some pause on using them. Like, it's, if he jumped up to, like, 7K, obviously, we're going to be like, whoa, hold the phone. But, right. like, mm-hmm. you know, where do you think is, is reasonable for him, and where do you think... I think we're going to be looking price? at, like, 38 to 4K for the next game there, um, and uh, I will get invested in that in the 4K range. Now, once we get above, like, 4,500 to 5K is where we're going to start to see the same sort of thing with Lou Williams. We're like, well, you were a nice value play, but now we know you're getting minutes overall like sort of i think that's sort of like the threshold with DraftKings and some of these other sites is once you get like three or four games in a row where they've seen you play 30 minutes and there's been a shift in value then the the, the pricing starts to adjust at a higher level so you have like a basically a probably um a, a one to two game window to get super cheap value and then after that you're just sort of going to have to um like analyze him on like a cost analysis basis and it's going to be much harder for you to you'll probably get closer to five five x than the the nine x that we've been enjoying in these past couple of contests yeah i mean if i could get him at 4500 or less i think i'm locking and loading on that i think that's perfectly fine because i could see him easily getting 25 to 30 fantasy points again and that'd be 6x value at that price absolutely 
Um, I think is that's it. Is there anybody else you want to mention? Willie Claus Stein was the bottom of my list for center, so I think we're we've covered it. Are are we good here? Yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, you can pay up. If you're going to pay up, I think Drummond and Gasol are the two guys worth it. But there's so much value down there at the bottom end that, like, makes sense value. Not guys that are, like, barely going to get you five or six X from in price. But, like, you know, Akali Stein's the kind of guy that we talked about last week where you can grab a 34, 3,500 guy that can legit get you 30 points. Um, you know, those are the kind of min price punt playish guys that you want in your roster. Not the guy that's 3K and maybe get you 15 to 20. Yeah, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do something that I normally don't do, which is say, um, I did not, I failed to mention my top center play for Saturday, but what you need to do is um, check out rotowire.com slash NBA, and you will see exactly who I will be featuring as my top center option for the Saturday site. And I always tweet the tweet out the link there in the, uh, nice and early in the morning for you guys there as well. So pay attention to that article. I'll have that out with all my top value plays for Saturday, which is, you know, basically sort of review some of some of the um, players that we highlighted here on the show and to see who makes the list uh, make sure you check that out rotowire.com slash mba don't forget to check out benny on twitter at benny r11 and check me out on twitter at josh hayes fs as well thanks for listening everybody we'll see you back here bright and early on monday Quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain for love. Collide in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.